scumbags! That's rage! Sports Rage with Gabe Morency. Rage all you want. Let's roll. This is Sports Rage. I am Gabriel Morenci. The pimps, the players, the hustlers, the people that bust up and everybody else in between, throwing it down, bad beat Brown style. Sunday, bloody Sundays. We pick up the pieces. Week 11 of the National Football League and the Kansas City Chiefs rip the heart out of the Las Vegas Raiders. A late, a dramatic a comeback once again. Mahomes throws for 348 yards, two touchdowns, 35-31 final score. Game goes over the number, but it is... Las Vegas, Sin City, who cashes the ticket and good teams win, great teams cover, as they say, in Las Vegas, Nevada. And uh, the Kansas City Chiefs escape getting swept uh, by Vegas. Pittsburgh Steelers, they're not getting swept. Pittsburgh Steelers move to 10-0 for the first time in their storied franchise history, a 27-3 win over Jacksonville. Steelers um, cash the number, obviously. The game goes under the number, and the Pittsburgh Steelers are now an incredible 24-0-2 to the under in the last 26 road games when favored by two or more, and the total is less than 49 points. That's right. Uh, figure that out. Derrick Henry goes off for 128. The Tennessee Titans knock off the suddenly struggling Baltimore Ravens who get the Pittsburgh Steelers on Thursday night uh, football. Good news, bad news. We've got a very good uh, Thursday night affair. Uh, that's the good news. The bad news is the rest of the Thursday slate sucks. Happy Thanksgiving. Uh, Pittsburgh opened up three and a half point uh, favorites in this football game. Joe Burrow done for the year after getting hit low against uh, Washington. Uh, don't look now, but the Dallas Cowboys are coming. The NFC least division really is a train wreck. The Philadelphia Eagles find ways to hit new lows. Carson Wentz. Hey, listen, the Eagles might have lost, but at least Carson Wentz set, uh, set a record today. All right. And uh, we'll break that down. Big man on campus steps up in it. Except big man on campus might be a diehard Philadelphia Eagle fan. This team is, uh, you know, giving them heart attacks uh, in the past. But big man's ready to tip off college basketball. Tip off around the corner. We're breaking it down. NBA basketball. Kawhi Leonard didn't want to play uh, with the Toronto Raptors anymore. He just wants to play with everybody that's on the Toronto Raptors. Went after Gasol. Uh, get Sergi Baca. Tried to get Lowry uh, in the past. Uh, the gang wars are on in Los Angeles. Montrose Harrell switch, uh, switches colors. Uh, he's now uh, purple and gold, baby. We're breaking it down. The late night anger management class. Vent your rage. Bring it. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. You're listening to Sports Rage with Gabe Morency. Yeah, Mo, that team sure did suck last night. They just played sucked. I've seen teams suck before, but they were the suckiest bunch of sucks that ever sucked. Late night anger management class. Sports Rage Sunday, Sunday bloody Sunday uh, begins. Uh, we're breaking it down. A week 11 recap, of course, a week 12 look ahead. Uh, it's Thanksgiving a week this week, so we've got three football games on top uh, Thursday. Uh, the Pittsburgh Steelers undefeated after shutting down the Jacksonville Jaguars 27-3 final score and you know we you know we've been leaving money on the table guys uh, over the years the Pittsburgh Steelers on the road it's just it's a it's an ATM machine 
It's an ATM machine. It really is. Like, to the under. To the under. The Pittsburgh Steelers, 24-0-2 to the under on the road when uh, favored uh, by uh, two points or more, and the total is 49 or less, which is pretty much, like, all the time, right? Like, and basically, long story short, like, when the total is 49 or, or less points on the road with the Steelers, it's an automatic uh, under. And the whole thing with them being favored is because once in a while, you know, they'll play a better team and maybe they'll be chasing. But Pittsburgh, you wouldn't think of Mike Tomlin, Ben Roethlisberger, the Pittsburgh Steelers as a shutdown sort of like under team. But that's what they've become, at least on the road. And I see I see people doubting the Pittsburgh Steelers. Um, you know, you are what your record says you are. And the Pittsburgh Steelers are a 10-0 football team. And, you know, they open up, I think, as pretty moderate favorites. Uh, against uh, the Baltimore Ravens at uh, three and a half when you consider the Ravens' problems uh, that the Ravens uh, are having right now. Quick uh, quick line check right now. Houston Texans and the Detroit Lions. I know you're excited. Listen, Matt Patricia, it's Thanksgiving. He's the turkey, all right? He's the turkey. You know the episode of Seinfeld when Kramer is the turkey? How you doing, buddy? Um, and, you know, he, he bathes himself in butter, right? And Kramer's a big, fat turkey on a plate. That's Matt Patricia, because put a fork in his fat ass. He's done, all right? He's done, or at least he should be. But I believe, I believe that the Ford family are too busy making car commercials uh, to actually know what's going on with the football team. It's a good thing that you got rid of Jim Caldwell, though, isn't it? All right? So... You know, today was one of these days, man. You know, we had good uh, good runs and bad runs, all right? And when we say bad runs, our bad run is, you know, we'll go four and four in an eight-pick eight swing type of deal. And you can't make this up, but we were 19 and 19 in the NFL today. 19 and 19 in the NFL today. Now, that tells me a couple of things that I'm 19 and 19. Number one, it tells me that I'm a degenerate gambler that's betting way too many picks. 38 picks. <laughs> 38 picks. Now, I've had an idea for a TV show for, for a couple of years now, and I've got a new idea for a TV show. Basically, I'm just going to copy everything that's uh, on Spike and just turn it into a gambling show. But basically... Whatever, man. Good artists borrow, great artists steal, right? Look at Apple. Apple hasn't invented anything. They just ripped off Sony. Sony Walkman's cooler than the stupid iPad and iTunes and all this crap. Give me an old school Sony Walkman, all right? Give me an old school Sony Walkman. But I've always said, like, the show Bar Rescue, um, like, we need, like, um, you know, basically betters rescue. I'm the host. I'm the Jake Tapper. Uh, Jake Taffer, I go, I go and yell at you and stuff like that. But I bring in people like Teddy, uh, Tony Finn, Steve Merrill. So basically, you know what I mean? I go in and I meet the gambler. So uh, let's use someone in our chat as an example. Let's use someone as a, in our chat as an example. So let's use, um, let's use uh, Muhammad as an example. I see Muhammad. I saw Muhammad name first here. And I know he bets a lot. So We'll use Muhammad as an example. You know, we'll bring a camera crew to Muhammad's house and we're going to log into your computer. You have to like step back. We're going to be like, all right, open up your sports book. Open up your account. 
We're going to log in. We're going to sit there. I'm going to look it over with Steve Merrill, with Teddy Covers, et cetera. We'll have roving, uh, roving, roving guests. And basically, then we're going to yell at you for all your bad picks. <laughs> right? And we say, listen, what the hell are you doing? Right? And, you know, that's, you know, I would be, I would be on the show getting yelled at by Teddy. I'll tell Teddy this Thursday. Let's, let's, let's get Teddy's reaction when I tell him I bet 38, 38 picks. And I don't bet 10, 10 bucks a pick either. Right? So, like, I got to be honest. I looked at my account here right now, and I'm like, I don't know how I lost money. I really, like, I sort of like, kind of had as many wins as losses. But, yeah, dude, when you're betting two and 400 a game and stuff like that, the juice adds up. I lost juice on 19 picks. It's <laughs> a lot of juice. That's more juice than a freaking Florida orange juice, Tropicana field, all right? My other new show is, what's that show, Thousand Ways to Die? Make it a thousand and two ways to die. All right. So my new, my new show is a thousand and a thousand ways to lose a bet. Because I got to tell you, I've been betting on sports. I've been betting on sports. My first parlay card that I played, uh, 11 years old. All right. 11 years old. That's in 1981. I've been betting on sports since 1981. And I still like manage and and find ways to lose in new ways. <laughs> like like ways that I'm like, oh wow, that's rough. Classic example tonight. I have Derek Carr over 284 and a half passing yards. All right? 284 and a half passing yards. They get the ball back. Never mind the fact dude's got like 260 after three quarters. Yet I just knew. Oh yeah, here we go. Here we go. Right? Every time there was a pass, all oh, penalty, whatever. They had a big play on a reverse that wasn't a pass. I was like, yeah, yeah, here we go. How is this going to, how, how are we going to lose this bet? So they get the ball back with 30 seconds left, 28 to be exact, I believe. 28 seconds, the Raiders get the ball back tonight. They're down 35-31. I need 10 passing yards. 10 passing yards. $250 swing. 10 passing yards. One pass, one pass, essentially. He throws an interception on the first play of the series. You eyelining wearing son of a bitch. Does Derek Carr wear eyeliner? People say he doesn't, but it's hard to say he doesn't, isn't it? Dude, it looks like he's the singer of My Chemical Romance. And there's Chris Collinsworth. Oh, gee, shucks, you know, I can't blame him. You know, he only threw it due to their circumstance. It was first down, Collinsworth. Do you blame anybody, Collinsworth, like for anything? Oh, I can't blame him. I do. <laughs> there was nobody there. He just threw it up there. Oh, yeah, and you know what? In gold. In gold, my ass. In gold. Yeah, yeah, in gold. If not for in gold and this guy, how many passes did this guy drop? I lose by 10 yards. Thanks, in gold. If you couldn't kick the crap out of me in real life in gold, you know, I'd get in your face, buddy. <laughs> hey, in gold, you suck. In gold, drops, drops the big play, and then he drops another one. It's like, hey, hey, car, figure it out. Stop throwing it to in gold, all right? In gold. More like in, like in tin, tin foil. In gold, not tin, not gold. Not, you're not getting any money from me at the pawn shop for in gold, I'll tell you that. It's fake gold. 
That's what that is, fake. Fake gold, man, in gold. Thanks, in gold. I, I just remembered in gold, actually. I'm just thinking about that long play that he, he oh, yeah. And a goal, it's a tough play for a fullback to make. Yeah, whatever, dude. You're making money to play football and catch a damn football, all right? Catch the damn football. And then he drops the other one. Drops another one, the little out pattern. Boom. I'm just realizing Ingold just screwed me. I got screwed by Ingold. I also got screwed by Valdez Scantling. Good job, bro. Good job. We get it. You run fast. Learn to hang on to the damn football. Learn to hang on. And Aaron Rodgers, what are you laughing at after the game? Aaron Rodgers all laughing it up with Phillip Rivers? Some of us have money on this crap. Some of us don't get paid big money to make, like, boring-ass dumb commercials on TV. Actually, I have been paid money to make commercials on TV. Big man on campus steps up and in. Bring it. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. And you know what? It'll be nice having a little extra cash to bet on college football. Yeah, I'd like to bet 100 bucks. You want to pick a team? No, just take it. Late Night Anger Management Class continues. I am Gabriel Morenci. Shout out to all of our radio affiliates on this Sunday night, early Monday morning, wherever you may be. It's a Bad Beat Sunday. Who ruined your Sunday? And uh, we'll get to uh, who ruined your Sunday throughout the uh, the evening. As I was talking about, I think I might need an intervention. I know that uh, our guest that joins us right now will not be impressed with the amount of picks that I had today. And he would definitely say, yes, you need an intervention. but. As bad, um, and listen, we didn't have a horrible day, uh, but we you know, we all had a better day uh, than Johnny Rotten. I got to be honest, I didn't realize Sex Pistols star Johnny Rotten was still alive, but evidently Johnny Rotten was bitten by a flea on his penis after rescuing squirrels today. Listen, Adam, I don't, I don't make up the news, all right? I just report it. I just report it, all right? <laughs> I just, I just, I just report it. Let's bring in a big man on campus uh, right now. Barstool Sports, lighting it up. And speaking of lighting it up, big man on campus's podcast hasn't even, tomorrow's his first podcast, college basketball podcast. And already on the charts uh, right now, a lot of anticipation, college basketball. We encourage people to subscribe uh, to it. A lot of anticipation. College basketball season is here. And it's a good thing uh, that college ball is here, big man, because otherwise, the Eagles would just kill you. Uh, you'd be like <laughs> raging about the Eagles right now. Be like, it's good. I got college basketball coming up. How you doing, uh, big man? Always a pleasure. How you doing tonight? I'm doing well, Gabe. I'm I'm uh, very appreciative. You've always been very supportive of what I do, and I, I thank you for that. It's good to talk to you. Yeah, that, that you said that right. If uh, if we didn't have something on the horizon, um, it would be it would be rough. Uh, not not good in this town right now, but. Uh, Thank you for having me on. I appreciate it. Let me let me uh, let me tell you. So let me ask you because earlier in the week, and you know Kevin Walsh on Sports Grid here, the kid loves the Eagles. All right, like he he really really loves the Eagles, and mm-hmm. I've you know I've never seen him as mad as he got 
last week or two weeks ago when I told him that Daniel Jones is better than Carson Wentz. Like, he goes, you're trolling me, you're crazy. And I said, hey, if you ask me who I would have on my team moving forward, or even who do I want to win one game? So a couple of weeks, he was kind of surly about the Eagles. Today, I talked to him. He comes on, he follows us, we're on the air. I said, and I didn't, even, I was, didn't want to be a jerk. I didn't even bring up the damn game. And, um, and, but obviously, it did. And he told me, I'm done with Wentz. I'm done with this team. I'm not even getting mad anymore. Like, he's, he, they broke him. Are you at that point, big man, where you're like, yeah, whatever, screw these guys. I don't even care anymore. <laughs> yeah, I'll be honest. Um, there were large parts of the game I, I didn't watch today. Uh, I, I think the fan <laughs> base, in, I think the, I think the fan base in general is is, is has had it. Um, you know, I, I think people have to realize, like, did, did they win the Super Bowl a couple of years ago? Yeah, but I mean, that was a couple of years ago. I mean, we moved on. Uh, and the truth of the matter is, Carson Wentz is. Uh, you know, a bottom – I've said today to a friend of mine, and he didn't really have an answer, but as far as starting quarterbacks in a league right now, I'm not sure there's a quarterback I would pick. You know, I don't think there's a someone that's not over Carson. They're all better than Carson Wentz. I, I don't – I think he's been horrific. I, I don't know how to really say it. I mean, there's nothing good that this team does well. Uh, Doug Peterson is in over his head. I think – there's a strong possibility they look to move on from him because I think their only hope for Carson Wentz is that someone else gets through to him because no one has gotten through to Carson Wentz. He still do, does a lot of the same things. He still makes a lot of the same mistakes. Um, and obviously Doug Peterson isn't, isn't moving the needle with them. Uh, at the end of the day, they, they do nothing well. I think they're a bottom three team in league. I told you that last week. I'm going to tell you that this week. Uh, they do nothing well. Every game's the same. And people are, sick of, people are sick of watching it. What is it, big man, with the Philadelphia Eagles and the Philadelphia 76ers with bad management? Like, I used to think this it's Howie Rosen guy years. was a genius, bro, but like he's lost it. You know, he, they hit their peak. It is because I don't know if he's the guy to rebuild this after. I don't think Peterson's the guy either. Uh, so how about this for Carson Wentz? Pro Football Reference, which is, of course, you know, one of the top stat, um, stat uh, companies in the business. Only two quarterbacks in our database have a game with two-plus interceptions, five-plus sacks, a fumble, a pick-six, and a safety. Jay Fielder in 2003 and Carson Wentz today, big man. Great company to be in, eh? Jay Fielder. <laughs> yeah, I don't even know who that is. I, I don't know if you mean <laughs> Jay Fiedler. I mean, I remember Jay Fiedler, but, yeah, it's um, it's really ugly times, man. I, I don't know how else to say it. it, it it's ugly uh, I, I, as I said today, I tweeted it out. Yeah, I'm, not to I'm be confused sure either with the with the kicker, with the kicker, Felder, <laughs> with, the, okay, with the kicker, right, right, who's, right. who's the television uh, analyst. But this is, um, you know, is it all Carson Wentz's fault? No, but it's just sort of a, a, a complete collapse at sort a of lot all of parts. It is, you, yeah, I know. I'm not making uh -oh. excuses for it. I'm not making excuses for it. But other players on the team have to make plays as well. Like, nobody's just stepping up. There's not any, it doesn't seem like there's any leadership, but you're right. Carson Wentz is a disaster right now. It's clear that his confidence is shot. We talked about it. Jalen Hurts can't step up in it. But you get this stupid division. Does it even matter? No. None of these teams are going anywhere that wins this division uh, in the first place, anyways. Okay. So 
it doesn't matter. But suddenly you got Dallas in the mix. Dallas win today. I mean, this division just is an epic train wreck of biblical proportions, big man. Yeah, I'm not sure I've seen. I'm not sure I've seen a division in this bad. I, I, I think, you know, and, and and that's one of the biggest things that makes me sick is some of these this, these fans that that say that nonsense. Well, they, they go to the playoffs. I, I for what? I mean, so we get an even worse draft pick. We need it. We need the top best draft pick we can find. Look, I still think there are coaches out there, Gabe. And if you look at if they move on from Doug Peterson, God forbid. Hopefully they do. You know, if you go to like an Eric Bieniemy, for instance, he would obviously be the the number one name. I mean, he's a guy that is good at you know developing quarterbacks. You know, he would probably look at it and say, "Well, maybe I can do it. Maybe I can uh, fix the kid." Because look, I think Carson Wentz has some talent. I just think yeah, he's yeah. completely in his head. Um, you know, I will give him this, and I'll give I'll give Carson this point for for the last three years, really since the Super Bowl. Their skill position players are horrific. I mean, bad. I mean, I don't. I don't even know why Desha- or uh, uh, Alshon Jeffrey's even on this team. I don't understand. Dallas Goddard, where's he? I mean, Zach Ertz is still in his, you know, bedroom crying like a little baby because he hasn't gotten paid. I mean, there, there's there's very little to throw to on this team. And, you know, the offensive line, I mean, I'd have to go back and look, but it's safe to say like 20 different linemen have played over the last two seasons. I mean, it's incredible how many guys are there. I feel like if, let me ask you this, Gabe, if you put Carson Wentz on, I don't know, let's say the Chiefs. He's not doing what Patrick Mahomes does, but I'm sure he's doing better. So You raise a point that, it's not like he can't make the throws. It's not like he he can't read defenses. I think it's a lot of it, and I've been saying this for, for two years, bro. Frank Reich, Frank Reich, Frank Reich, Frank Reich. Right? It's clear that you said, like you said, Peterson can't help him. I remember going back years ago, Wentz upset Peterson because he went to a private quarterback coach. And Wentz told him, I, I need footwork help. I got footwork problems. And Peterson was like, you don't go outside the organization. And Peterson was a quarterback, so he took it personally. Except it's clear, Peterson can't help him. And Frank Reich did. I mean, there's no, there's definitely, a, there's not a, it's not a coincidence. And you look here, Frank Reich's winning with Phillip Rivers now. And, you know, I think you're, you we're on to something here, big man, in the sense that they don't change their scheme. You're right. If there was a different coach and a different scheme, like they're running the same plays that they've ran and they're surprised it's not working. Well, it's like it's not working. Yeah. So you have to change things, right? And a fresh approach, someone can look from it outside and say, all right, this is what Carson does well. This is when he gets in trouble. We need to eliminate that. And, and then you move forward from there. And and because like you said, it's not like he sucks, bro. He's just playing terrible. You know what I mean? Like he's not, he's not like brutal. He's not like, oh, that guy can't. So it's not like, oh, it's Nate Peterman here, right? Like the guy's got talent, guys. But... I don't know. Is it the coaching staff? Like, you know, we can talk about, no, nothing's perfect, but no quarterback is dealing with any per- anything perfect in the NFL. Very few are, we should say. Um, but how about this division now? The Eagles, 3-6-1. The Giants, 3-7. Washington, 3-7. Dallas, 3-7, big man. We're right where we started here. Anyone can win this pile of crap. <laughs> 
Yeah, I mean, and that's that's the sick thing about this team because you know Doug Peterson will keep hanging on to hope that you know they can you know still make the playoffs. It, it's just nonsense, man. It, it's Doug Peterson's a loser. It's just that simple. I, I know, like he's going to get all well, this love because they won a Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah but we'll Frank Reich won the Super Bowl. Like I, I know, but like if Frank Reich wasn't there, this is what this team is. I mean, you said it. Their offense is hard to watch. I mean, it's it's one of the worst things I've seen. I'm not even kidding. It's really horrific. It's agonizing. You know, big man, I remember after the Eagles won the Super Bowl. I saw Peterson on Fox uh, Fox Business pimping a book on leadership and stuff. I'm like, I'm like, yeah, settle down, bro. You won the Super Bowl, but now you're writing books like you're Vince Lombardi or something. Right. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Right. Like, I thought to say, I think I said at the time years ago, big man. I was like, if anyone should be writing a book, it should be Frank Reich. All right, how I led these guys to a Super Bowl. All right, how my brilliant play calling led these guys to a Super Bowl. Uh, all right, big man on campus with us. Uh, don't think we're not talking college basketball if we got big man uh, on uh, with us. I'm fired up for some college ball. Late night anger management class. We'll also get you the NFC updated uh, East future odds. Late night anger management class continues. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Rage it up. Sports Rage with Gabe Morency. Rage all you want. Hey, wait a second. What are you doing? You're not betting. You know he's not supposed to bet. Come on, Jerry. It's a lock. Kramer, you've had this thing under control for almost three years now. Don't start again. But it's a lock. No. Late night anger management class. I am Gable Morenzi. Shout out to all of our radio affiliates. Quick check of the NFC East odds right now. Philadelphia Eagles plus 135. Dallas Cowboys plus 250. New York Giants and Joe judge the judge jury and executioner don't get in joe judge's uh, way because he'll he'll knock your ass out uh joe judge plus 350 washington plus 500 they're basically all tied the phillies got that half game um lead uh, due to their tie against cincinnati and oh yeah joe burrow's out for the year uh, after the uh, the torn acl uh, today big man on campus uh, with us so uh big man i want to get into some uh, some college basketball uh, obviously i'm fired up but Philadelphia 76ers, and there's a quick uh, NBA uh, check right now. Philadelphia 76ers, I see they get uh, Zaire, uh, they get Zaire Smith, and uh, what do you think about Dwight Howard? Uh, Dwight Howard, what, what, what's your take on the Sixers situation right now as the dust begins to settle a bit in the NBA? Uh, well, look, I think after the, the NBA draft and the, the day they had, I think a lot of the casual Sixer fans were pumped up, and then they woke up the next day and realized, oh, wait, we're still not better than five other teams in the Eastern Conference. Um, and look, that's the truth of the matter. You can add an aging Danny Green who is off a horrific season. I know he won a title, but, you know, he didn't play well, as we know. You know, you look at uh, Seth Curry, nice ad, but not a starter. Only plays about 20 minutes a game. You, know, you still have Ben Simmons, Joel Embiid. You know, they can't play together. 
I think there's a lot of reason for people to, that are, you know, excited. There's some new players, but they at the end of the day, better. Gabe. They can only be better, though. Yeah. Listen, you, you dislike Brown as much as anyone. Brett Brown, the head coach. Now you've got a real coach. You've got a real coach. Yeah, they can't they can't be worse. Yeah, but are they are they title contenders? No. I'm not no, no. they're not. Neither am I trying to wrap the issue. There's there no, and, and there's still half the problem was the players. And they still have a lot of the same players. Then they draft Tyrese Maxey, a guy that, you know, is an inconsistent shooter. You know, a nice player, but you know, who knows if he'll turn into anything. And as we know in Philadelphia, Gabe first round picks never play. Uh, that, that's pretty that's pretty standard here. So I'm not, I'm not real, I'm not real enamored by anything because I still don't think that they're any better than the Heat or the Celtics or the Brooklyn Nets or Toronto or, or, or Boston. So you know, it, it's it's fifth or sixth. It's just that simple. Yeah, you know, I think the East this year, big man. And it's crazy what we say this year. It's not all that far off, guys. Season starts December the 22nd. Uh, I, you know, I think any of these teams can beat each other, right? I really do. And, you know, it's up to Ben Simmons. Ben Simmons got to spend less time with the Kardashians and more time in the gym practicing. You know, work on your damn shot, bro. You'll be one of the best players in the league. It's frustrating. Like, if I was a six, like, hopefully Doc Rivers could, you know, could, could get through to him. But, you know, and I don't know. We'll see what happens. There could be something big in store still, too. Right? I mean, we were hearing the Harden stuff. Um, you know, we'll see, we'll see what happens uh, moving forward. I'm looking forward to the start of the NBA. We'll get into some NBA. I'll give you my thoughts on the Lakers and the uh, the Lakers, the Clippers, and Kawhi trying to poach everybody uh, from uh, from Toronto, and he ends up getting Ibaka. Uh, but I'll tell you what. I know you know. I know you like. Uh, I know you know uh, basketball, big man. So I'll ask you about uh, about Baines, uh, Aaron Baines, uh, Toronto Raptors. I'll tell you what, the guy can shoot. Thirty-five uh, percent three-point shooter. Guy played in Europe before. The Raptors like the the Euro type of players. And listen, the Raptors were in a tough spot, right? I don't have any problem with losing Ibaka. I like him. He's a cool dude. He takes a lot of nights off. And Ibaka's the type of guy that's only going to get motivated. He's perfect for a team that's about to win. Like, Ibaka's just going to become that guy that bounces around on winning teams type of deal. Uh, you know, there was talk that the Raptors were going to re-sign Marcus Saul, who's totally done, big man. Totally done. I, I don't know what they. You know, I'm glad that they didn't. He's going to Lakers, but they keep Van Fleet. Uh, but um, I tell you, Baines can uh, Baines can shoot the ball, and they're not paying him a lot of money. It was a nice pickup, big man. Yeah, I mean he's a, you know solid big in, in the NBA. I mean you know 11 points a game, six boards. Uh, you know I don't know if he's going to do. You know he's not going to do as much as Ibaka, but you know still a solid player, solid big. Uh, yeah, I have no issue with Baines. You know, Boucher yeah. you have there still. Exactly. Uh, you have some guys that are, that are young, they can do their thing. It's a combination of Boucher and Bain, so that's not bad, right? And it's up to Boucher to step it up. He's going to get some minutes now. It's up to him. And listen, the Raptors sort of in a similar situation. Raptors will be good. They'll win 50-plus games. They'll battle in the playoffs. But they're not, let's be real. Like, there's right now the Lakers, you know, getting Harold, the Lakers reloading. Uh, the Clippers are trying to, you know, still do this. I think the Mavericks are a dangerous team, but I think Kristaps Porzingis is just always going to be hurt. Uh, but I know, listen, let's get to college basketball. Big man's not here to talk NFL. It's college basketball time. I'll right talk about now. whatever you want, Gabe. Whatever you want. Well, no, do you have anything else? No, I want to get to some hoop talk, actually. Uh, anything else in the NFL? You got a pick for tomorrow night's game? Uh, Rams and uh, Bucks? 
you know, I like the Rams, Gabe. I, I keep saying, so do I, I. I don't know what it is. I'm, I'm just, I don't love the Bucks. I, I don't know. I, I don't, I still don't trust that Tom Brady. Tom Brady's not the Tom Brady from six, seven years ago. I think the Rams' defense is legit. Donnie Wright said that we're talking about Jared Goff. He doesn't like Jared Goff. I don't love Jared Goff either, but I think he's playing better this year. I think their defense is legitimate. I don't think the Bucks' defense is as legitimate. I kind of like the four and a half here. I do too. I think, listen, I think the Rams can make it to the Super Bowl. I'm starting to buy in. These guys are flying under the radar. Big game for them tomorrow, statement game. We'll see what they can do on the road against uh, against Tampa. All right, so let's get into some some college basketball talk here. And let's, let's go through the top teams first. We'll do the standard top teams. Then I'll ask you for some sleepers. And, of course, Big Man's uh, podcast, um, you know, uh, bangs out, uh, hits the streets tomorrow. Where can people subscribe to the podcast before we get into it, Big Man? Yeah, just go to iTunes. Uh, you can subscribe. It's called Big Man on Basketball. Uh, it'll be up on Spotify, wherever you get your podcast when we go live tomorrow. But you know, iTunes is going to be your spot. And, uh, yeah, we'll be. I'm live every uh, Monday and Friday at 11 a.m. Uh, we will actually have a, another episode this week as well going over uh, the games on Wednesday. Got some big-time guests coming on Wednesday show. I'm talking big guests, Gabe. Big, big guests. So make sure you check out all the shows. Just subscribe. You'll get it populated automatically. A uh, big man on campus. Well, yeah, I, you know, I, I'm not on the show, so I'm like, how big can it be? I didn't, I didn't get the invite. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're going to be invited. Don't worry. Yeah, I, I appreciate. Don't I appreciate worry. It. I, I, I have plans for all the all the good go the good people in the business. So you'll you'll be on. It's a gambling show, so you'll be on. Uh, yeah, I'm just busting your balls. Uh, so you know, congratulations on the success. I look forward to the podcast. So uh, everyone's talking about Gonzaga, Gonzaga, Gonzaga here, but let's start off. So. Uh, as far as the championship odds are concerned, you got Baylor plus 950, Gonzaga plus 950, Villanova plus 950. Baylor, it's easy to forget, but Baylor were a damn good team last year, big man, and they've got four starters back, don't they? Like, Baylor are loaded once again from, from a damn good team last year. How good are Baylor, in your opinion? Are, are Baylor legitimate national championship contenders, or is it just hype? Uh, no, they're definitely they're definitely contenders. They're definitely right up there as a top you know top four, top five team. The, the Big Twelve is really good though, and that's kind of the issue. Um, you know, but again, just because the Big Twelve is good doesn't mean you can't win the national title. No, they're very legitimate. And you know, from the guard position, Butler and Teague are as good as it gets. Davion Mitchell um, is as good a defender as you'll find. My kind of issue with them though is kind of the bigs the bigs, you know, Tristan Clark, a, a guy that they had, he actually had to retire due to some, some injury stuff. I, I don't love them down low. I think that could be something that could bother them, but no, they're very legitimate. I'm just not a big Scott drew fan. I I've yeah. kind of made that evident every year. I don't ever think he seemingly wins a lot of big games. I think Baylor at the end of the day will be a team that does what they normally probably do. They're a sweet 16 team. And I think that's where they'll end up. I just don't think they're, a team that I would put in personally into the Gonzagas, the Villanovas, and some of the other teams. And I think in the Big 12, I think West Virginia and Texas Tech will prove better than them in the long run. Uh, you know, it's a good point that you raise. I totally agree. I just can't buy in that Baylor's actually going to run, you know, go through the year. And and it's obviously there's a lot of unknowns this year, guys, but we're assuming, all right, there's going to be a championship, there's going to be a tournament, et cetera. I, I look at Baylor as an Elite Eight type of team. 
but not not like Final Four or if they did get to the Final Four, they would lose. I don't think they win the championship. Let's talk about a team in your backyard, Jay Wright and uh, Villanova, uh, returning four four guys that scored double digits. Uh, you got Gillespie, you got uh, Robinson Earl. It's an experienced basketball team. You got a great coach. Talk to me about Villanova. Are you buying into these guys this year? And when we say this too, you know, we're just not talking about about the future bets, but you know, we're talking about so our listeners sort of know are these guys worthy of laying points and betting on in these games? So. What's your take on this Nova team? But they're pretty stacked, aren't they? Yeah, I, I think they're the consensus number two team in the country. And and look, there are people out there that'll probably say they're they're better than Gonzaga. But yeah, look, th- they bring back four starters, all double figures. Gillespie and Moore, the two of the best guards in the country. I think Robinson Earl probably could have went to the NBA, but he came back. Uh, he's due for kind of that breakout year, you know, kind of in everybody's living room during March. He's going to be the Sadiq Bay of next year. They also bring in a kid, Caleb Daniels, a kid from the American Conference, played at Tulane, 17 points a game. He could come in, give you instant offense. Is this a, a, an offense that was as good as the one a few years ago that won the national title? No. I don't know that a, an offense will ever be as good as that one was. That was historically good. But th- they're still going to be a, a top 10 offense in the country this year. Uh, they have plenty of depth. And if they can get some of these kids, Gabe, like Brian Antoine, who was a, a five-star recruit, if they can get him to play at a higher level, Demir Cosby Roundtree, a kid out of Newman Goretti in Philadelphia, if they can get him to give them some depth, they're going to be very tough to beat. The Big East is not very good this year, in my opinion, outside of you know Creighton. Um, Seton yeah. Hall is interesting. Uh, you also have UConn. But, but outside of that, you know, you know, Seton Hall loses Powell. They – you have, um, you know, Creighton, who doesn't play any defense. So Villanova, you know, if you look at their odds, they're a favorite, you know, minus 110 favorite to win the Big East. Um, you know, you're not going to find any value there. But I'm not even sure that I bet them a 10-1 to 1 to win the title. I, I, I like Villanova, but is this a, the strongest Villanova team? They're also very dependent on the three-point shot. You look at last season, Gabe. Ninth in the country in point distribution from the three-point line. Um, you know, if you have one of those seasons where you go through a 10-game stretch where you're just not hitting shots, uh, it could get ugly for Villanova. Big man on campus from Barstool Sports uh, in the house with us. So, uh, big man, uh, just quickly about uh, Miles Powell. So, of course, you know, this kid lit it up at Seton Hall um, in Newark uh, with the Pirates. Uh, some people were surprised he didn't get drafted. But listen, the New York Knicks are often criticized for the things that they do wrong. Yet, listen, if I'm a Knicks fan, I got to be pretty happy. I got Obi Toppin, who's an exciting player, and they signed um, they signed Miles Powell as a, as an undrafted uh, free agent. And all we need to know, big man, look at Freddie Van Fleet, bro, just signed an 86 million dollar deal. He was an undrafted free agent. Being you know drafted, you know, it's a little tougher when you're not drafted, but. Good for Miles Powell getting picked up by the Knicks. Perfect spot for him, right? Right in New York. Yeah, I, I think they had a horrible draft. I don't think Obi Toppin could play defense at the next level. I, I think he's kind of a, a, a gimmick player. I'll be honest, player. I don't Miles love Powell. him either, but he's exciting. I don't love him either. I tweeted, I don't love the pick. Let, Gabe, he's a dunker. Let's talk there about Mitch Robinson. That on, was my thing. <laughs> I want to hit this on the other side. Can we hit this on the other side? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Sports Rage, we'll hit this on the other side. Sports Rage late night continues. Right
SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. You're listening to Sports Rage with Gabe Morenci. I'm a rageaholic. <laughs> I just can't live without rageahol. <laughs> All right, great job, Master Control, Midtown Manhattan of this evening. Portrait Sunday, Sunday, bloody Sunday. Man, there's so much stuff to get to. We're talking football, we're talking basketball. We'll get back to football a little bit later on. We're talking hoops right now with Big Man on Campus, Barstool. His podcast debuts tomorrow. It's already ranked in the top 10. Hot, that hot, already ranked in the top 10. Uh, so uh, subscribe to it, and uh, you know it's uh, it's going to be off the hook as college basketball is here now. Everybody very excited. Uh, so, big man, um, we were just talking about Obi Toppin. You said, oh, I want to get to this. So and I, let me clarify, too. And my tweet speaks for itself. At the time, after the draft, right immediately, I had Nick fans sending me. They were like, ugh. And I said, ah, the Knicks needed a guard. You know what I mean? More than they needed Obi Toppin. And I, you know, I Obi Toppin's a dunker, as you stated. The guy dunks, all right? He had a good year in college. He's already old, so it's not like there's, like, a ton of more upside that he's going to change and get much better. He is an exciting player. I'll give him that. But so is Mitch Robinson, if you give him a chance, big man. <laughs> you know what I mean? He's a good player. They don't play him. And now, so now you bring in Toppin, you know? It was so, and you know, I've always said, big man, if you draft local, you die local. You hear what I'm saying? If you always, if you draft a player while because he's from here, like the Raptors have been good at that. They don't, like, they don't go after Wiggins because he's from Toronto. They don't like him. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, you can't just draft players because they're from the city. But if you're the Knicks, I understand why they did it. They're trying to provide some excitement with Toppin here. I thought they were going to go after Van Fleet after, but now they don't have any guards. So what was your take on it, big man? Yeah, I mean, they still don't have a point guard, which I don't quite understand. Look, Pat, right, though, Pal's a guy that you know, you'd see him on a poster, you know, back in the day, he'd put guys on posters. But you know, look, at the end of the day, he, um, I, I think he's just kind of a name. I, I think he'll be an interesting player, kind of like a Michael Porter. He'll do some good things offensively, but he is just such a turnstile in defense that Yo, NBA players are smart enough. They'll they'll target him all day long. All right, we're going to talk college basketball on the other side with Big Man on campus. We'll continue breaking down all the top teams as well. Take a look at some sleepers as well. Late night anger management class continues. Bring it. 